Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 369 of the Maritime Paintball Podcast. And if my math is correct, and it rarely is, that means this is season seven of the Maritime Paintball Podcast. We are 7.09. Is like nice. So that's and this is episode 369. Nice. Nice. Wow. Uh, because we're all clearly 12. Absolutely. We all play paintball. We're also going to do something special for episode 420. Mm. It's just going to be all, yeah. all the cameras just going to be gray haze. Yeah. Like it's just going to be so such bad 90s Cheech and Chong like comedy. Yeah. Slab resort, man. <laughs> exactly. Sorry, it's just, it's, I really feel bad because we're going to be playing at Honey Badger. And I'm going to have to shoot at Rhino because we're on the blue team. Mm. Because I've been drafted by Sir Sir Richard of Tonka. Sir Richard of Tonka. Love it. Yeah. Um, before we get into that, though, let's quickly introduce our guest. We've got our man, uh, Stretch ODSC, uh, chilling out with us because he kept posting weird and wonderful 3D printed things. And I was like, bro, you got to come on the show. Especially because apparently I'm part magpie and I saw a shiny one and I was like, what is that? <laughs> yeah. Ooh, yeah. Shiny. So I'm happy to be here. Uh, I'm glad. Chris Strzok says there's no stream on Facebook. Strange because a bunch of people are commenting from Facebook. Yeah, I know, Greg. <laughs> um, we smashed ass so hard last year that I felt bad for the, for the other team. And I figured I'm just going to go. <laughs> And you know what? Halfway through the day, I'll probably get bored and jump on the other team anyway. Well, and that was—that's you know what—that was our logic for switching to uh, to the red team to play for Tonka because we uh, decided that at D-Day we whooped Tonka's ass just a little too hard, and we're like, we got to balance the universe out. So, me and Tom, yeah. us two, single-handedly are going to turn the tide. That's a real Libra move. That's really cool. I love the lean into the microphone for that. That was classic. <laughs> it works. Magooey. I'm, 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 you don't have a problem shooting at me. You like shooting at me. Your boy likes shooting at me. Everybody likes shooting at me. That's what's fun about shooting a fat stoner on the paintball Apparently field. we are benevolent. Even if we lose, we think it's funny. We are what? Benel apparently we are benel benevolent players. Benevolent. Yeah. Um, ah, okay. Oh. Patrick is saying the Facebook is working fine. It's just Christopher Strzok, as usual, causing problems. Fine. We've got a bunch of people posting from Facebook. So, uh, before we go any further, Tom, do you want to say some words about some We've people? Got, we have people who love us, and unlike Facebook, these people do work. Um, first of all, the man, the myth, the legend, Big Daddy G, presents to you DefconPaintballGear.com. That's right. Big Daddy G is the code that you use to get 10% off at DefconPaintballGear.com. Except on whatever Big Daddy G says you don't because there's certain exceptions to every rule. The Rip Kings have told me that they're having a deadly ass sale, which is uh, taxes in. So hashtag taxes in for the Rip King. And he's got like one of those cool gravity bongs that's like a pill and you like tip it over. It's like, fuck, it looks cool. It's a um, classy way to get fucking baked. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to roll a joint in a minute here. Um, don't forget at Moncton Paintball, this Sunday is Summer Street Ball. 4v4, random teams, beginner to advanced or welcome, 10.2 NXL. Uh, you can get some pew-pew fancy space guns there. That's what I'm doing. I tried mech last time, and Heather Brown Whooped your did ass. bad things. 
Uh, we need sound. I was happy. Sorry, man. I was happy she whooped my ass. It was a pleasure. It really was. Um, also, our friends at Atlantic uh, Outdoor Recreation have got some prices up that just popped up onto my feed. So I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to put it out in the world that uh, they got five hours, five hours, 80 bucks a person, three hours, 50 bucks a person. They're dope ass staging. Um, they got a barbecue and now they got a smoker. So I think we might have to go to Hillsborough and play some paintball. I think so. We get some. I can. I mean, I can get smoked. But also, Christopher Strzok throws his hat in the ring. He's going to make a paintball podcast called "Lifting the Mask." Lifting the mask, which is something you should never do on the paintball field. Let's just put that out there. Fuck. When the <laughs> was that Terry? No, it was me smashing my desk and knocking my light over. When the king says, "Hold my crown and watch this," greatest moment I've had in paintball. I love you, Gator. Mm. Also, continuing to whore out Gator Mail. Stretch, if you've ever seen Gator Mail, that is the... Uh, oh, yeah. Holy fuck, man. The guy with like... Oh, yeah. Getting clipped in the neck in Speedball is not really an issue anymore because of Gator Mail. So there's my free ad for the day for somebody. Oh, and Cat, because Crazy Cat's uh, custom cunts are <laughs> beautiful and everybody needs to have... A fresh cunt on their head um, for their events. So that, go see Cat. Sounds like hook the you up perfect with. name for my like, interest is one hundred percent. Right, absolutely, like, yeah, absolutely. I'm, but I'm it, like, it just like it. She, obviously, she makes headbands, um, but it just sounds like the perfect name for a sleazy Las Vegas like vajazzling location. Vajazzling. You, know, you know what I mean? Like, yes. Thank you. <laughs> there was this one time in Mexico. Anyways. Um, <laughs> still itches to this day. We, <laughs> and I do believe, have I missed anybody? Moncton Paintball, our friends out in Hillsborough, the Rip King, Defcon Paintball, Cat. I think that's it. I think that's everybody. <gasps> and the sponsor that doesn't sponsor us. Oh, yeah. The guys who said that they can't sponsor us because they have to protect their brand. <laughs> With rain we energy. love you guys. We love you. <laughs> you don't love us, and that's okay. And, oh, fuck Joe Rogan. Yep, gotta throw that in there. Elon Musk is a twat. Well, yeah. And since we're saying things no one's surprised by, um, Zuckerberg is probably an android. Uh, I think he was created by MIT. I, th I think he Boston, uh, yeah. Oh, Boston Dynamics Ooh, or Boston. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we got Heather laughing. Good. Um, That's all I need. So now that I'm done rambling and I'm um, being an asshole, tell us about the shinies. <laughs> yeah. So let's uh, let's let's talk about stretch a little bit. Uh, for let's let's hear about you. How long you've been playing? How do you play? What kind of paintball do you play? Yada yada yada. Kind of just give us the the. Background. Yeah, yeah. The the history, the legacy of stretch. Ooh, the legacy. I'm gonna start using that from now on. Yeah. I want the legacy. Yeah. What is your legacy? The, the early years. Um. So, yeah, I'm uh, kind of full circle back in my hometown of Madera, California. Fancy. That's in the Central Valley of California. It's uh, it's pretty boring here. You know, there's not a lot going on, but it's an okay place to grow up, I guess. Um, uh, started like most people, uh, probably early teens, Tipman 98, you know, like did, did a rental day, got a Tipman 98, 
probably played maybe a handful of times, uh, you know, with my uncle or my grandpa. And then it got put away probably for six years and it got dug out when I was a little older, maybe graduated from high school uh, or no, 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 no. Uh, college, undergrad. I was like 20 something. came back to Fresno. I uh, got another Tipman X7 Phenom and that was fun. Uh, and then brat, brat, brat. and then CQC M17 came out and uh and Alabaster Slim kind of like, I was like, oh, wow, look at this. And, you know, and that was pretty cool time to be getting into MagFed Paintball because there was just a lot of cool content. A lot of creators were really excited and, you know, and and understandably it was hot shit. <laughs> and so, uh, you know, I'd play the rec ball and I'd play on the, the inflatable fields too. And I'd have my T8 or my T8.1 and everybody would make fun of me and be like, why? And I'd be like, I don't know. I just want to, you but know, one of these days I'm going to pull this out on you and fuck your day. Yeah. Up. Yeah. So That's I mean, why you know, I have it. Well, I mean, and, and that was, that was it, man. You're just getting the floor wiped with me for maybe six months. And then eventually you start to figure a few things out and you realize that the ammo difference is not such a big deal. And, you know, I started to maintain the markers better and they worked better. And then I started to be okay. There you go. You know, right? and I was like, cool, MagFed's fine. Yeah, you realized you know? it's not a tip and you can't just spit in it and make it work. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, for use of tip, man. and, uh, you know, and, and then, uh, I stopped again. I went, I went and did, um, uh, grad school. And, but this time I was in Los Angeles before I was in Boston. I didn't do any paintball in Boston, but, uh, this time I was in Los Angeles and, uh, finished school and I was bored and I was looking for a hobby and I was like, you know what? Those, uh, Milsig elites that I was drooling over five years ago, those things are cheap as dirt. Now, Doug Brown is posting them up like $200, 180 bucks. Like, and I'm going like, dude. What, what happened? And then I look up there. I'm like, well, I'm in LA. Maybe there's a scene here. And I'm like, oh, there's a really good scene here. And, uh, and so I kind of fell back into it once again. And, and, and as a player, I guess I kind of, I'd say I kind of have arrived at where I'll probably be for the rest of my playing career. Uh, and, and hopefully putting on games, uh, with, uh, operational detachment of Southern California. Uh, and I, Played for a few teams in between here in LA, but then that was the one that was putting on all the games. Um, they they kind of seemed like they were doing, uh, had a mission that they were going for and kind of been with them. And, and about that same time, I'd say, um, I started to realize that I was going to need another way to stay involved with paintball. I really enjoyed playing, but I mean, after even a couple of years, three or four years, uh, I don't know, playing, maybe for other people playing, that's good enough for them. But for me, I started to look at like game production, like writing missions or scenarios. And then finally, I think the thing I've been most obsessed with recently and oh, I made videos too. Sorry, I forgot to mention that. I did make videos, uh, but now I, I, I just mostly do the 3D printing. I'm working on design and 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 I haven't made a video. I don't know. Shit. It's it's probably I don't know. It's been more than six months, maybe or four months or something. Um, but it. It was such a uh, 3D printing, uh, such a deep field, and there's such a high learning curve, and then design on top of that, that I just have an, um, oh, yeah, that's cool. 
Yeah, we're still out here, Wolf. We're still here. Um, we're trying to get a Dominion going as a side note. But um, uh, but yeah, I got totally just enamored with 3D printing, and it's kind of been kicking my ass, um, but it's totally a great bone to chew on and to uh, stay involved when I'm not playing more than once a month because SC Village is round ball only, and I kind of made a call about a year ago that I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to shoot first strikes. I'm just, I'm not going to worry about round ball. I'm not going to, and I, even most of my products, I, I, I don't really design them with round ball in mind. Um, and the trade-off is, is we keep shit really simple when you're loading first strikes. Uh, there's no, you don't need to worry about spring pressure. You don't need to worry about like the balls deforming. You can just jam first strikes in like bullets and be really abusive and mean with them. And uh, and if the pro if it's the, like for example, a mag is designed to work with that and it's designed to kind of handle that abuse, you you kind of get away with it. And so you know, it's my own kind of uh, interjecting of my perspective on paintball is like I this is what I care about. So I'm going to design products that are kind of focused on that. It's not like I hate round ball or anything, you know, but but I just felt like there's enough guys working on the compatibility and making everything like gel for everybody. Maybe I can design some things that are a little bit more specific for specific users that maybe are not being, they're just not finding that thing. Because that's where I was at. I was like, oh, I want a mag. I want a half mag. There's only straight ones. I want it to be curved. Uh, and and then, and then uh, Matthew Wayne beat me to the punch. Um, but I designed it anyways, and I kept working on it just for me to learn. Uh, and then that led to uh, this thing, uh, the shiny. Uh, shiny. And yeah, it's real shiny. Um, and so I started looking at drum mags. And uh, originally I had a single stack uh, drum mags. So it was just half of this. And then it, uh, it occurred to me... Um, when I was medicating one day, I was like, why not just mirror the fucker? And you, people are already okay with the 10 round and then flipping, right? So why not just, why why have 25 and then flip and 25 and it's 50? It's not 50 continuous, but man, who's it? You know, it's close enough. 25 continuous 50... is still almost double what most guys are getting. Yeah, and you shorten the length too a little bit too. You're able to cut down on that the length of the mag when you rock a drum. Granted, the drum has a myriad of problems, uh, difficulties, and challenges because because a straight stack is just so reliable. It's so great. Um, but uh, you know, uh, here I am trying trying to make it work. Uh, you know, I mean a thirty a thirty round stack is not exactly in a straight mag is not exactly it yeah. bumps my gut yeah yeah this does not look like it would bump my gut yeah dude you don't want something competing with your manhood you know like that's <laughs> i feel like in some degree you have to draw the line let's, like that's let's be, be honest here point, it's not a right? competition it wins every time <laughs> yeah i guess so i guess so but you know, we try to we try to that's that's the rubric though. We kinda like we don't want to get too much further than that. You know, like on a hot summer day, this is about where everything you know, right there. I don't know. You guys started with the potty humor, so I just are you open. Oh, that that's door. fine. Go for it. I love okay. it. I like when cool. someone can keep up with us. But the here. savage one says, Listen to this guy, he has good direction. The the fact that uh 
Bonchick, you're right. There is a lot of things. There's a lot of t-shirts that we need. Yeah. We've, we've kind of, um, yeah, you must've made an impression on the Savage one because, uh, that guy knows his shit. Well, I have a lot of respect for him. I think, uh, he, he doesn't, he won't walk around and, you know, share it without you asking, but I've nope. seen him comment and I've heard him speak about stuff. I, I, I kind of know that he's, He's Good in there. Stuff. He's in the shadows there doing a lot I'm of real heavy the, lifting. So I'm the least technical dude on the planet, but he's just all around so nice yeah. that um, Be right back. he's really approachable. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't Nerf Nafe? Who is Nafe? Or does he mean Nerf? Nerf make one. Josh, put down that Southern California grass that you used to be smoking and you'll be okay. Marky, yeah. nice to see you. You're back. Hi. Uh, Josh was saying, didn't need, didn't, didn't Neef, I think that's supposed to be need, uh, make one that is a 50 rounder. I think he's trying to say you didn't need to make it 50 rounds, but I mean, oh, okay. why not? I mean, the, yeah. I... <laughs> it, why not? Again, if you can I'm make a, no, I'm, I'm, the 50 yeah. rounder work, then yeah. you just cut it in half and boom, you got the 25 rounder. Pause. Ten seconds. I thought he opened a fridge for a second. <laughs> Damn, dude. Also, this is just chaos I happening on loving... his camera. <laughs> this is all chaos here. This is amazing. It's still David Lynch sort of theme there, all this shit. Um, so this is the functional 25 round half drum. This one works um, 100%, and, and this is the one that I took with me to zero hour. Um, and uh, actually, no, this is not the one. I took one version before this, and it was one of the worst ideas I think I've ever had, was taking a prototype to a game that I intended to have fun at and and kind of just, you know, you got eating it. my own. Yeah. You got to outsource yeah. that shit. You don't take the prototype out. You give it to some other poor sucker. And you go, yeah. I want you to test this prototype for me. He ruins his day, but then he reports back to you. That's that's how you do yeah. that. Jacob, I'm looking at you here, buddy. <laughs> you know, you, these are wise words, actually. I, I'm, I'm, you're right. You're right. It, you know, at a certain, a certain time, I actually figured something out that was kind of cool recently, right? So, so the shiny one, right? The, all the pretty colors usually that you see in 3D printing are awful mechanically. Yes. and environmental you take them out in the sun or any kind of exposure uh they're gonna break the, the pla has great um tinsel stri- it's it's very rigid you know but everything else fucks it up so i i realized i can design an obsolescence in this as long as i do the testers in, in the pla they're only going to get a week out of this shit and then it's going to melt into a big pile of doo-doo and then I, I continue to have the business of the of my testers too. So uh, this was a new thing I just realized recently. Uh, and I never had a, a reason to print with any of these materials before. In fact, most of my prototyping up until really recently was done in the most expensive, not practical material because I was shedding, trying to get better at printing these difficult materials, but I was burning through like rolls of nylon and polycarbonate and carbon fiber polycarbonate which are like 60 bucks a roll, yeah. right? But I'm getting obsessive and I'm sitting there and I'm going like, no, 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 I'm going to get this this little test boat to come out perfect. 
And so I just recently kind of learned uh, the hard way why you need these materials, this cheap stuff now. Uh, and that's that's been helping me a lot to not, um, I don't know, I, in a way I'm kind of perpetuating the 3D printing is weak and shitty by having these even out in the world, but they have their purpose, you know, and that's, and that's what they're going to be used for. So I have a few people I'm going to send these out to that um, people that I think are really abusive to their gear and, and like, yeah, I mean, <laughs> you I... know, you all know who you are. Yeah. You know who you are. Yeah. We and... all still, but well, most of us still run Tipman's cause we keep beating the shit out of them. Yeah. But, uh, or but... we've, or they complain about fixing T15s. Well, I mean, there's, there's a reason for those. I still have my Tipman. It just sits around, but I don't get rid of it because it is that thing that you just like before One the day. EMF, it was like the thing you could just throw in your bag and then you don't look at it and then you pull it out again and then it's there and it works. And that, That's literally what I did with my T15. I didn't use it since last year. And then last week I'm like, fuck, I got to get that out. Pulled it out of a bag, looked at it, brushed it off, put air to it, whack, whack, 240. That's turn that up a bit. That's good, man. But why? So here's my question then. Not to stir the hornet's nest here, but like. Oh, stir away, my friend. Please. You know, when people have all these like, you know, keyboard wars over this marker and that marker, (laughs) there's a lot. I feel like. And maybe I'm alone in this. And once again, I'm probably going to regret even, you know, but it doesn't even, does it really fucking matter at all? Like, does anybody care about anybody else's opinion really at all? Or do we just get out there and go, no, uh, mine's the best. Excuse me, sir. No, mine is the best. Okay. Fun fact. Uh, Let's do this. Okay. Okay. Let's do it. I agree. Excited. Okay. Here's the thing. Okay. Okay. What's everybody shooting right now in the MegFed world? Right off the top of your head. What's everyone shooting? EMF. I right. EMF 100. Why? Yeah. Because it's the new thing. What was everyone shooting before the EMF 100? The T15. What was everyone shooting before the T15? The 468. What were they shooting before that? The M17. What were they shooting before that? The TGR2. What were they shooting before that? Nothing. CQC. C- the CQC. Right. Like it was like. Right. And then what were they shooting before that? These weird like Takamo conversion kits kind of stuff. Like, And then there was the T8.1, the T9. That. Oh, you missed um and the yeah, TMC and Stormer I'm seeing here. The TMC that, and the those Stormer are relevant too. I, I would say the TMC and the Stormer definitely have a market, but they never blew up as like the you gotta have this marker. That's okay. they showed up, but it was almost parallel. Yeah. To everything. I, no, I was gonna say the mil sigs. Yeah, the M seventeens yeah. and the CQC. The M seventeen. Um the M five. Okay, so those, those were terrible. So what because I feel like the EMF has kind of maybe I'm just too easy, but I feel like Lizzie, have fun. What where can we go from here, man? Like what features are people can they possibly and I'm saying this in a like what more could you want from a marker at this point that doesn't just you know automated okay. turret here's uh, target acquisition? Here's where the know. next marker needs to go. I, I As somebody yeah. who has used the M17s, I've shot Milsigs. I owned a Milsig. I owned a 468. I still own a TGR2. I owned a T15. I've shot the TMC. I, you know what I mean? Like uh, the only, I think yeah. the only MagFed marker I haven't shot is uh, no, and I've even shot a SAR12. Um, 
and I owned a Takamo conversion kit for the A5 back like 10 years ago. So I've been yeah. there, right? What needs yeah. to happen next is there needs to be a marker built from the ground up that is first rate capable. It has to be first rate capable. I don't care what anybody says. The, for, the, the first strikes are here to stay. They're not going anywhere. Yeah, um, out of the box. I would agree. Wolf made a point. Agree. It, ha it should be out of the box. Like yeah. the TMC should have been first strike ready out of the box. Right. That's its only flaw. Yeah. Um, it needs to have air through stock, but mm -hmm. it mm -hmm. needs air through stock in a drop down format. We see mm -hmm. so many people swapping out the existing ASAs on all of the markers because there's a conversion kit for every marker now to drop the stock down about an inch and a half. That way right. you can bring your mask down and you can see down your, your site that you choose to use if you choose to use one. Um, yeah. the stock barrels need to be, um, like just not these super, super cheap garbage barrels that they seem to come with. Like the die dam comes mm. with a really nice barrel that the T 15s yeah. barrel, the stock barrel is not too bad, but at the end of the day, it's just a basic barrel. They just need You're to right. like, let's come up with something a little bit nicer. Um, I don't think there should be electronics. I don't think we need to mess around with electronics and the mag fed stuff. Um, yeah, the, uh, the mags, we need to just combine the best. Somebody needs to combine the best of all the worlds. So, like, hmm. um, the T15 has that metal cap on the top. The V2 mag has a metal cap on top, which makes that mm -hmm. mag very, very strong. Um, right. But I find they release really easily in anything that isn't, like, a scorpion or, like, a sandwich vest. You know what I mean? Like it's a, Oh, okay. So they're... they're... Storage is yeah. somewhat Where of an the issue. the TGR2's mags were a pain in the ass to repair or to take apart because you had to take the two screws out. And once you did that, the damn thing fell apart on you. But it had yeah. that feed neck. Like the Milsigs also had it too. They had that little yeah. quarter of an inch or three quarters of an inch tall little neck. Yeah. That mm -hmm. prevented you from accidentally releasing your mag in your pouch. Okay. So yeah. we need that but it needs to be maybe reinforced with metal. It needs to be first strike capable with the little twist. That's what people, everyone suddenly figured out was if you had them first strikes turn in the mag, they yeah. feed better. Yeah. You've seen that. I've seen that in your mag that you were building. You, yeah. The, the, when they, the TGR. Yeah. Mag. When they, when they yeah. turn, they, some, they, it, for whatever reason, I don't know the, the science behind it's, it. Right? It's just the, yeah, it's just friction stuff. Yeah. And, and first strikes are kind of funny. Like, because, if, if yeah they're just not you know a bullet is a perfect smooth yeah outer diameter and, and the first strikes are not and the first strikes are front heavy yeah. like you look at it if you look at it just right out of the box you put a first strike down and you look at it you go oh, okay cool that's solid but it's not it's most of it is empty space well and anybody that's ocd like me has spent a good 20 minutes and you're because you, you throw them all out on your table and you're like ah look at all these fucking first strikes and then and then they all go nose down and then you're like no and, and then you go through and you one by one you flip yeah. all of them over so they can dry appropriately because that's what i heard the sar 12 guys do and they shoot better than anybody the sar 12 guys will also weigh them measure them and sand the nipple off them those guys yeah, are yeah. nuts but they're also deadly yeah. accurate and my fiance doesn't like it when I do that to her. No, they got to specifically sand ask her nipples yeah, off. You, I could. No, it's not that part. It's the weighing. She doesn't like the oh. weighing. It's, yeah. No, sanding Love the you, nipples Greg. is it's four pounds. Uh, and then the trigger, like, are the uh, with the engine with the actual bolt, the engine system. Um, that's where PE got it right on the EMF. Was mm. they didn't 
they used newer technology. There's no reason why you need to reinvent the wheel or create these mm -hmm. very sophisticated internal workings when speedball markers have refined the paintball yes. valve system, the bolt system, to the point where every year now they're just being like, we shaved a gram. You know, like, it's like, right. why not? Yeah, just... yeah, it's kind of absurd, but it's, it's they're, they're honing to this. To the point really where there's sharp. nowhere left yeah. to go. So yeah. put something like the Gamma Core or something equivalent to it in it um and then that's it right like because like the tgr2 is a beast but it uses internals that were designed in the 90s yeah. it uses the spider's internals like you have to you have yeah. to take the marker apart to increase or decrease the fps like it's ridiculous but i still have yeah. that tgr will always have a special place in my heart the t15 we're gonna we're gonna is it you're familiar you're pretty familiar with that i own two uh, i used to be platform. sponsored by MaxTac. Okay, so I'm gonna call you, yeah, because I'm I'm, I think I think I've kind of got it cleared up, I've, but I I've, have a leaky. I've uh, still got an right MK1 now. and an MK3. Okay, yeah, we're gonna talk. We're All gonna right, talk. yeah, Because yeah. I, I I love my marker. I just uh, I think I took it apart and then I nicked an O-ring and then I have been searching and searching to get the right O-ring replaced for that. That lower area but we'll talk, we'll talk. <laughs> and like won't bring up my personal problems here the uh and like the t15 has so many little bobs and bits and whatnot inside of it and it shoots very well when it shoots well but it's overcomplicated inside i think they kind of went a little bit far. firing first strikes right it's not a question in this conversation if you are firing a t15 and you put first strikes in it it's going to shoot straight it's going to shoot well and as long as you don't beat it against a rock or try to put shitty round ball paint through the fucking thing, it's going to shoot. Yep. It's so simple that this mongoloid can open it and go, oh, fuck, look at that. Boop, boop, clean, put it back together. Yeah. But you know Where what I like, though, go? is you, you're hitting on something pretty key here is that it is it it has a specified it privileges a certain round. Right. It's not really. And that's what I was talking about earlier is. If you're only putting first strikes through a first strike T15, you're going to have a much better experience than what most players want is something that does everything. Right. Because but... they're not always playing. Maybe not everybody's always playing MAGFED. They want to go on a rec ball day. Absolutely. But but not me. I'll just stay home. And that's where, like, fuck that, that's where the know. EMF came and did a really good job was making, like, oh. they basically looked at their existing speedball lineup and just went, well, fuck, what if we just flip it upside down? Because that's yeah. all they did. Yeah, That's all they did. They just flipped I, the damn thing upside down. It was like, what if we just fed the balls in through the bottom and we sealed the top? And there we go. With the a EMF little teeny weeny part of me wants to hit up one of the EMF monkeys and borrow one. <laughs> they, just and borrow, borrow one. one. Just, just, and borrow one. Just try they one shoot for, great. for PRZ. They shoot just like the EMAC. Just mag fed. That's it. I, I'd say the only really big thing like that you might experience is just it's kind of a sour taste to think about how much you have to spend to get that emf where a lot of the milsim so guys that, want it that is a complaint i've had before not a complaint but a, a um an annoyance a pet peeve yeah uh, an observation was that a lot of people are buying these emf 100s and then dumping equal amounts of money into it to make it not an emf 100 anymore yeah, it's like I mean, it's like yeah. going out and buying a Camaro so that you can complete, you could buy it and piece by piece, 
you turn it into a Mustang. You know what I mean? Well, like it's, I, I always the internal stay the same, but they they a change builders the body. kit. A, yeah. I mean, and I know I know it's not profitable. That's why it's no, never going to happen. It's not profitable, but that would be so cool for the players if they had a builder's kit that they just gave you. Shoot, I don't know, just the metal, just that metal chassis. None of the the EMC kit, none of the plastic shit, and then you go and you source from Simon, you know, an Inception body, and you go to Andy Skiba and you get a lower, or you go to there's a bunch of other guys. I'm not remembering their names right now. And you go and get your lower and you build your, your EMF the way you want it. I mean, that's what these guys are actually doing. But the amount of money that you're spending on that is feels, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. No, and then there's the guys that bought the AK and I'm like, oh my God. And that's, that's an even worse scenario of uh, actually maybe a direction. I kind of was a little sad to see MagFed go because I feel like it was a little bit of a bust. Which in one? some ways, the new AK20 that came out of the, I think it's coming from Czech. Oh it yes. Costs, oh. So yeah, that one. Um, Everybody's wanted that. But nobody's the guys who have them. Where they're not playing with them. They're it, not in the states. Not the Western guys. I think it's. I think those things there. Are, it's, buying that I guess would be the equivalent of buying like a supercar. You you spent a shitload yeah. of money. It's very finicky. It looks yeah. beautiful, but if it, right. you don't, if you drive it or use it in not the perfect way, right? There's yeah. going to be problems because, like, where I live in New Brunswick, uh, I don't know why this dude did this, but there's a guy that drives around in a Maserati. But we have salt, sand, and potholes galore. Right. Like, uh, why right. he can't? You watch him drive, and he has to like weave all over the road because if he hits a pothole, yeah. the car is only this far off the ground. <laughs> like, right. Um, that AK, I think is kind of in that same boat where it's like, they're handmade, almost like artisanal paintball. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's yeah, such a niche market. Almost a piece of, it's like, it's the, the indie, indie, it belongs in a museum. Like yeah. it's that. And it's it's yeah. being made by guys who build, um, uh, I think they make custom motorcycles. Oh, that's what they do. Yeah, I think that's where they have like a lot of the machining skills and, and a okay. lot of the metalworking skills. Is I think uh, don't quote me on it, but I think that's what they've they've done in the past. So, uh, yeah, yeah it, it's okay, <sighs> Kenny. You're you're not a nice man, Kenny Stewart, because I just went and I'm looking at those Novas, the Nova mechanical uh, speedball gun. Yeah, or uh, make uh, <sighs> I right. Yeah, I, I kind the of the launcher want... too. The launcher too is just. I'm like, looking right at that launcher. Like, like this is fucking mental. I don't Look need this, this but I want it so bad. I I have openly like thrown away the mech the the electro guns out of just mm. bad luck. Every time I have one, they shit on me. But my mech guns have been working so like, Mwah. and Kenny's mentioned the the Nova before to me. And if they're making a fucking mag fed marker, like that's that's that that's that'd be that'd be some fans. Like I love that it looks like a ram set. Mm-hmm. I sat and I stared at it for a long time and I was like, Can I do anything with this? But it's so designed everything's designed without anything extra on it. There's no fat on there to trim off. So I I, I No. As I, bad as I want it, I'm like, I don't <laughs> I don't need this. Like that that launcher though. That launcher Jesus. is 
Sorry. Yeah. Your mic was spiked. It scared the hell out of me. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah, that launcher is just ridiculous. Um, yeah. It's not an expensive marker either. No, no. And I mean, like, 500 they... bucks. No, really. That's, US. That's not that bad. It's 500 Yankee bucks. Yeah, 500 yeah. Yankee but, bucks. Uh, so it... But I, and I don't think I've ever seen one of these on the secondary market around, not around here. Like, any, I, I don't think I've ever seen one. That is, that launcher is so fucking cool. It is. And yeah, so absolutely, I, 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 like, I would have no use for that, but man, that's neat. Um, so yeah, like with all that, I think the the MagFed market has kind of gotten to the point now where they, I, I hope, I don't know. So I know how much it costs for manufacturing, like to produce a MagFed gun and the, the machining, the molding, the, you know, all that jazz, like it's not cheap, right? Like nobody's going to go out on a whip. Nobody's going to be like, fuck, I hope this works. You know what mm. I mean? They're going to go with uh, what works. They're going to go with they know is going to make money. Um, yeah. So. I mean, that DSG, I think it's DSG that makes the air through adapter for the dam. Mm -hmm. They were developing that PSR 14. Mm -hmm. It was a bolt action sniper rifle. And it just, you know, kind of vaporware, I guess. It was like three years, two years that they were kind of teasing pictures about it. And, and then it kind of just went away. Yeah, and there's a I, lot of stuff that I think that happens like that. And I like we for a while Milsig was teasing a pistol. Right? Like oh, yeah, they were like, right. We're totally working on a pistol. And then Milsig as a company just kind of went, Well, we're done. And then yeah. they just kind of fell apart one day and they just yeah. disappeared into the ether. Yeah. Right. So I don't know. I think I mean maybe the answer is dude, is there is there isn't really a next marker. Maybe if there's some other there's some other avenue or perspective we need to look at, like the gameplay, the way to improve the gameplay for Magfit, like outside of a marker, because maybe, I don't know, maybe somebody starts sticking around with like some actual reliable paint grenade or something, some other way to get more from the gameplay because the marker's getting better sometimes. And I, I'll say this like with full humility, Sometimes it just gets so juicy out there because everybody's got this high performance marker and they're able to, you know, before a guy's marker would jam every now and then and you'd be like, great, I'm going to rush this fucker. Like, right now, and then yours you stick your head out and it's like, and then you're like, wow, 13 first strikes just went by me. And that guy's, he's got a big old mag and he's ready to send 13 more every time I pop my head out. Yeah. Um, you know, like it's and it's yeah, there's definitely I think the make the paintball companies themselves, like the manufacturers of the guns and whatnot, they're they're going to keep they got to keep pumping stuff out. Otherwise, the company doesn't make money. That's, you know, right. so there will always be something new. I'm just I'm I what I would like to see is, like you said, like a company produce a bare bones marker. Yeah, make it bare bones. Um and like I know for a while, First Strike was selling just the receiver. You could mm. you could buy just like it was just the, the the lower and the upper, and that was it. No barrel, no shroud, no tank, no stock, no anything. Mm. And then you buy what you want. So you buy that right. little piece, and then you go buy your accessories. Yeah, oh, that's great. Um, Rap that's Four kind of had it. Now I'm I'm saying Rap Four, not MCS. 
let's, right, let's right. differentiate real quick there because a lot of people, MCS, I don't really, I can't say nice things. Um, so, <laughs> but Rap4 back in the day was pumping out crazy accessories and like add-ons and shit for your guns. And it was just like, you could buy, you could buy a bare bones A5 and then spend some money at Rap4 and boom, you've got this crazy AK looking thing. And then you must've been around when Spec Ops Paintball was around. I, I think very briefly. Oh, so Spec Ops, I, I, oh, yeah. Oh, Spec Ops was, had a special place in my heart. Um, and I think I make Wolf's comment, make Wolf's comment big. This one? Wolf, that one. Problem is 90% of the industry is ex-tournament guys, so they don't see the value. 100%. Yeah, uh, if they don't see a way to send pallets of paint downrange per player, yeah. they're not invest, in, interested, right? Because there's no consumable. Yeah. If somebody buys a bunch of kit for their gun, eventually they're not going to be buying any more kit because they're done. Right. Um, right. So I, I get that. And that's, that's, that's the hard part about the business side of it. I think... I think I would love to see somebody come out with something like the T15 or the EMF 100 or whatever, just come up with the next mag fed piece of piece of kit and just piecemeal it. So, so this segues into something I've been, so I, I, I had an FSC build that I did and um, I had a particular drop down that I, I got in on an order with like 10 guys from Europe and we were able to get these drop downs for the FSC, nice. the ASAs. They were really cool. Um, and I designed something for that, but then I, I kind of, uh, realized that uh, to me, what you're saying and what kind of the same idea I had was that the T8.1 is probably the pinnacle of tiny. You can slip it into anything. So like this one, actually I can gas this up. I can, you know, if I wanted to stick around in there and then I just pull this little lever here and this is a fully functioning marker it's right everything. here. Just, just this. And not only is it a fully functioning marker, it's a widely, well, I don't know. I think First Strike still sells the 8.1, I think. Um, but it's, you know, they're not that hard to find. They're not complicated. They're not uh, difficult to take apart or service. And they shoot pretty well. And if you can get a good, reliable feeding system for it, um, you know, you could turn this into whatever the fuck you want. And actually, this one, I'm planning on doing like a bullpup uh for it like a micro bullpup kind of like javier's i don't know if you've seen that guy he has yep. that that tipex bullpup um yeah it's like oh that's cool it's almost like a sidearm bullpup he could squeeze it into his shoulder there so i'm gonna do that with this but i was even thinking about like with a big 3d printer i could do full like m1 or i could buy a grand stock if i wanted to but i could do whatever drop this into anything i mean really and, though right like you could this it's, man is a fucking madman it's true because all you need is you just need to line like you can cut the barrel down even further if you really want to. Yeah. You can cut that right down just to the edge and leave yeah. maybe half an inch of material for strength right where the the, the round is supposed to go in. Right? Yeah. You can cut that down. And then yeah. um yeah, and then just the trigger is just linkage. It doesn't matter where the trigger yeah. is on the body. You exactly. just have to run linkage. That's exactly. it. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah, you can so, do it. And then I have to I kind of have to give a shout out to Cell Swords cuz this is this is kind of the first I bought his Mac 10 kit. And this is the the linkage part here is the part that was kind of came with that kit. And that made me realize I was like, dude, this guy came up with a really great, simple idea that you could modify and attach any kind of body around it. And and all you need is just a friend who's good at designing. You, you know, I even I even might at this point 
you know, sometimes people message me and they're asking about 3D printers and I actually more now than before, before I'd kind of be like, oh man, it's, it's kind of hard. Like think about it if you really want to get it. But now I'm kind of like, you know, there's some really great printers. You can spend, uh, it's a little bit more. You spend 600 bucks, you can have a printer that you really is like a, mi it's almost like a microwave. Mm -hmm. Like you're a desktop, like inkjet printer. You just tell it what to do and it calibrates and does everything for you. Yeah, and, you got to introduce this guy to Jacob. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, so I like everything for me is put the power into the hands of the player. Let the players decide the scene that we want. Mm -hmm. And then maybe, maybe, you know, by by a miracle, a, a, a large manufacturer might go, oh, you know what? That's we're going to mass produce that. I think you know? and I think if, if the if the the the, the paintball gods. Right. The people that right. the, if the yeah, if the paintball Illuminati, the ones who secretly control everything from behind the scenes, looked at the world of Airsoft, they would realize that there is a huge Milsim scene and it is possible. The reason why Milsim has never really truly. And it's that's changing now, but up until up until recently, Milsim has never really been able to anchor itself is because we were never able to truly get away from hoppers. It didn't mm -hmm. matter how hard you tried, you'd see the companies back in the day, by back in the day, I mean 10 years ago, would be selling these kits and they'd be like, it'll look like whatever gun you want. And But what they're not showing you is that it's actually an A5 and they've simply taken the photo so you can't see the the cup the, on the, the other side. The tack cap. Yeah. Right? And then it's like yeah. when you actually get it and you put a big hopper on it, you're just like, oh, this, is, this looks fucking stupid. Looks like you right. know, it looks like a super soaker. Uh, that, that same exact feeling with the with the phenom, and it's a great marker. It it's is, fun it to is, shoot, but it every, shoots good. Every but, yeah. photo has no hopper on it yeah. that Tipman yeah. put out. But now we have yeah. MagFed. We have reliable MagFed, right? As yeah. much of a pain in the ass as they can be from time to time, especially if it gets sure. too hot, too cold, and or too humid, and the paint does weird shit and it jams in a mag, whatever. Right. There is a reliable paintball marker out there now, or MagFed marker. So I think. Yeah, I think I hate I, to tell you, boys, it's called the TMC. <laughs> For real, though, it, the TMC is a fantastic marker. It just it's a it's a ninety eight cost. It's a ninety eight that's flipped upside down. Yeah, it just yeah. needs it to be works. if they do, just need to make the damn thing first rate capable and pump out some good mags for it. And you're laughing or. Yeah, all my mags are taped now. <laughs> right. But don't you but don't you feel like. Do you ever feel like and, and maybe I'm just grasping here, but like. Do you feel like there's any round ball uh, kind of like that's their bread and butter that are sitting in these corporate meetings and they're going like, oh, 100%. You start supporting that first strike. You're going to kill our sales. You know, I like think you're there's some look fear about it, it gonna... but I, I think at the grand, I think at the very top, what they're looking at is quarterly sales, right? At the end of the day, big companies look at quarterly, annual, five year and 10 year plans. Those are the four things that every big, big corporation looks at. So what they're looking at is, do we want to invest ridiculous amounts of money and hopefully have a return on investment on the hundred guys that are shooting mag fed guns that right. like, let's do some quick math here. Let's do how many rounds in it? Let's say 18 rounds. How many mags does the average mag fed guy carry? Six. six. Let's six. say six. Six, right? Six, okay. Six. So we got six. Uh, so we got 108 rounds. Let's say we got a hundred people. Okay. So if you got a game going, you got a hundred people on the field. That's ten thousand eight hundred paintballs that could potentially be fired before everyone needs mm -hmm. to re up, right? Right. Uh, now, so keep that number in mind: ten thousand eight hundred. 
let's take a 10-man paintball team, okay? And uh, let's see, each player carries what? We got one hopper that holds 200 rounds, and then you've got, let's say... A thousand, maybe? Seven pods. I don't know. I would say seven pods at 120 rounds a pod, plus your 200 in your hopper. And let's do uh, a 10-man team. That's 10,400 paintballs on 10 yeah. players. Even so, even if they are cheaper, you're still moving more. But volume. here's the here's the thing. I don't know if maybe I'm different than the average player, but I just don't. I'm not. I'm not rich. You know, like I'm not trying to spend. I, I'm I'm the round ball guy. When I played round ball for a rec day, mm -hmm. I would buy one bag of five hundred, and I'd go home with a hundred paintballs. Right, but then, you know that was just how i played right you know so, player yeah that's kind of what you know why would yeah. you go crazy 100 percent. and then but now when you're looking at the top down you're looking at total fields so fields are going to be buying round ball um right so they're buying that by the case they're going to sell way more cases of paint so you're it's a volume play the more paint yeah. gets shot the more paint gets made the more paint you can make in a single moment the cheaper it gets per ball first yeah. strikes will never hit the manufacturing quotas needed to get no. that level down. Also, the materials well, are more expensive. Uh, well, they're selling to they're selling to militaries and PD. They're Anyways, still not going to get that's, that. No, no, but right? I mean that's that's their main customer oh, base. Ninety percent, not us. Yeah, we're just nine out of every ten first strikes manufactured are shipping out to law enforcement. Yeah, or military. Yeah. One of the two. Yeah, hundred percent. Uh, those numbers they ain't are nemesis barrels, man. What the fuck are they doing over there? They ain't going to hit nothing. <laughs> They're all using stock barrels. Fucking oh, right, man. Unless they got EMFs, you know, yeah, the LA riot police are just being like, fuck first strike things. Don't load in my hopper. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is bullshit. What are we paying for these things for? Worst rounds ever. Um, it's just there's so much. You don't there's, kill people in one shot, you lying bastards. Yeah, they were supposed. They said they were supposed to hurt more. Why aren't they screaming louder? Yeah. <laughs> Fucking protesters are getting tougher. Pussies. Damn hippies have body armor. Um, yeah, giant slush puppy straws. That's that's what they're using. They're doing. Um, but yeah, I think I, I think with Magfed, I think there's going to be obviously there's going to be something else, and it will replace the EMF 100. And mark my words. Yeah. Everyone's going to lose their shit over it, and everyone's going to sell their EMF 100s, and they're all going to buy this new marker. That's going to happen. I guarantee you're right. it. 100%. No, you're right. Because um, right. I, I could go with a cheap EMF. I, I, I watched everyone do it every time there was a change, and uh, the winds changed, right? So it's going to happen. But what, I, what, what you're saying about the game, changing up the game, I love that idea. However, yeah. I, think, I think the Milsim player and the, or the MagFed player I'm going to say the Milson player because a MagFed player could also just be a speedballer who just is running around with a MagFed gun. Um, sure. They're, they, and they're fucking hilarious. They are. But I think the average Milson player is actually getting in their own way because mm. they, I think what happens, because I've seen some Milson games do this where they, they get a, uh, they get an idea in their head. So I've been to some really, really intense uh, Milson events where, you would swear they had already decided which team was going to win. Oh, it's like, it's almost scripted at this because, point. Yeah, like, because on they're, the rails. they're like, it's yeah. so tactical and it's so, I keep, I always refer to the movie Act of Valor, the one with the seals acting or going to be right. acting in it, yeah. right? 
Mm-hmm. Um, that it is just like they have this vision in their head, and obviously, let's be at the end of the day, they're LARPing, right? They're playing no, and soldiers. They, these are the guys that get mad when the speedball guy who's been who's never played Magfed but has his EMF. And he just runs through and just blah, 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 blah. And he takes them all out because right. they're stacking up and uh, Charlie seven. And they're getting their flashbang out and getting ready to like flash the room, right. you know, like, meanwhile, the speedballers yeah. literally just slid past on his knees and yeah. <laughs> shot them all. Yeah. And he just shot everybody right. because he's got practical skill that exactly. You know? Right. And that's where I think the Milsim, um, they kind of get in their own way in that yeah. sense and that they kind of go a little too overboard with how tactical it needs to be and they're just like okay this this door you have to breach i'm like why do i have to breach it they know i'm coming yeah. through the door so what's the point of trying yeah. to do a breach or you know what i mean or it's like there it's it's the equivalent of like when you watch kids play you like younger kids play and they're just like Dude, okay I was you have just gonna bring you, up children you have to <laughs> attack so me and it's like okay you do it you go no 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 you can't do it that way you right. have to do it, this, do way. it this way. <laughs> I mean, well, I was like... gonna say, you know, if you wanna, if you wanna ha- run a scenario past a group of people to test it and to poke holes in it, go look, go find some middle schoolers. They're like the meanest. I teach, I teach kids. They so. will poke holes in everything and call you yes. a dick to your oh. face. Like, yes, yeah. and You're it's an really, idiot. but You're it's dumb. really, it's really good for working on your resilience, your self esteem, because you look at them and you go, no, this is the plan. I thought about it. You got to trust me. And they go, all right, asshole. All right, let's do it. You know, but, but they you do. You better make sure it fucking works. Right. But <laughs> you won't but hear yeah, the end but, of it if it don't. But when you're at a weekend scenario event, I mean, okay. I'm not trying to talk shit about MagFed, but that is kind of the intelligence level that you want to plan for. No, hundred you know, percent. Like, it's not insulting at all, but you're not no, wrong. Because, well, and number one, shit is hard when you got a mask on, when somebody's shooting at you, when someone's yelling at you, you got to go know, lowest common get... denominator. That's right. Right. And That's it's right. And why are you booing me? I'm right. right. And I've, I've played some <laughs> games where like the, the, the objectives and everything was like, okay, you have to be here and you have to collect this thing, but only if so-and-so gets to this point, and then you have to, this thing equals this. And if you win this match, then this happens here. And I'm just like, fuck you. No. I'm going to go shoot people. Bye it's, now. It's not going to happen. Yeah. It's right. not going to happen. Right. I go pew pew. Yeah. Pew pew. I pull right. trigger. They go bang bang. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. It. So if at any point during, and this happens all the time during Milsim games is the refs go, uh, I've, I gotta go ask about that. If they gotta ask oh, about it, it's too man. complicated. Yeah. Keep it simple. Yeah. Um, yeah. there are times and places and, and events that can be well done and you can make it interesting. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, sure. we're, we're not throwing shade at anybody. No, we're, we're going to one no, no, no. next weekend. These are challenges that every game producer is facing and 100%. it's a balancing mm-hmm. act trying to make this work. Well, I, I have a lot of respect for this stuff. We're, you know? we're going Dude, to, those guys, we're going to an event hard. next weekend. We're going to operation honey badger and, I wish That's I was right, going, man. Weekend. I really, Fuck I really, yeah. really, really, you know, it just, this move didn't work. It's going to yeah. be the, the, it sounds complicated on paper, but when you actually sit down and look at it, it's like, okay, you have to collect crosses, collect enough mm. of them. You get a piece of the bell tower. You put okay. it somewhere. You go collect more crosses. You get another piece of the bell tower and you build the bell tower. That's cool. Right? A, B, C. Right. Yes. A leads to B, and, leads and to there's C. a visual representation yes. of your progress throughout yes. the day, yeah. through the weekend. And it's, that's smart. Right. And then there's the other part is collect bottles, 
put bottle in box set timer. When timer is done, if your bottle is still there, you get a point. Cool. You know, like it's that easy. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's it's yeah. video game logic, but without yeah. the crazy wild like first strike players get to shoot at this FPS and they're worth this amount of points <laughs> and this guy carrying 400 rounds is a heavy gunner. So he's only allowed to shoot while laying down. And like, I've played some pretty wild events where I've just been yeah, like, this yeah. is stupid. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, this no, is, I know what um, you mean. So. I, I will say uh, freelancers, that one, they had the, uh, that was last year. They had the FPS thing. It was challenging chronoing. No lie. It was challenging. And and they had a system where your player card had a spot to punch in there, which class you were, and you had to go in Chrono for that one. They they did it okay. They did it good. But 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 you know, it is a whole it's a big risk it as is. a game producer to go for that. Because you know? and, and they're gonna yeah. shoot and they're gonna let's say because the game I played it was like, okay, first strike rounds have to chrono at two sixty. I think is what the rule was where everyone oh. else was allowed 280 to 290 on round ball. And it was supposed to be, I think the oh. logic behind it was, oh, well, that'll make the first strikes fly as far as a paintball. And like, well, then what the fuck is the point of using a first strike? Yeah, Anyways, yeah I don't like that. Yeah. What was happening was they were going, pop, pop. Okay, you're at 260. Great. But he would walk onto the field and he would just go, click, and boom, he's at 280. Like, right. he's shooting 280. Right. right. That's, that's how it does, right? So, yeah. it's Hopefully he's shooting 280 hopefully because because if you're not walking out there with the chrono you don't really know and i mean granted you know what's 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 uh you know 10 fps you're really gonna feel it you know no. i don't know do I? i've been shot once and i was like oh rung my bell and i was like hey buddy i'm not trying to be a dick can you please chrono your gun and he was shooting 272 and i felt like a dick you know and right I, after that i stopped i bought a full coverage mask and i just stopped saying shit i just i'm like you hit me, I'm out. If it's bleeding, I'm like uh, sometimes sometimes paint it hits this and guy. sometimes it just yeah. hurts more. Yeah. Right? Like yeah, you just get you get yeah. snapped in the We're funny human, place. man. We're crazy. Hundred percent, right? Like I've We're been crazy. Shot. I get We're I've, I've been shot in the neck and I was other. just like, there is something so wrong right now. And it's like yeah. it was nothing. You know? So it, it, yeah. yeah. I think yeah. I think I think Mike Fed's got has come so far it has a great opportunity to grow even further. And I think it's going uh -huh. to, I just think personally, I think a lot of the players need to get out of the way. Hmm. They need to stop worrying so much about how they look on the field and hmm. worry more about the gameplay. And I think, hmm. I, I really think, I think all paintball needs to do that. I think speedballs, speedball, it's going to always be speedball. Yeah. Um, but I think rec ball, like big games, scenario games, Milsim games, Meg Fed games. Yeah. Go back to basics I've, and rebuild. I've constantly told people they need to stop taking themselves so fucking seriously. That's oh, why you I'm know, playing yeah. in a street ball tournament on Saturday and I'm probably going to get my ass smashed again. And I don't care because. Well, are you going to see people that, that you like to see? Fuck yeah. And they're going to see go you. Play. They're going to. Right. This is, you know, I, I recently. Uh, uh, you know, uh, somebody, I posted, take me back to zero hour. I had a great time at zero hour. Somebody had posted, oh, I remember I was loading your gauntlet full of first strikes while we're getting shot. At, and I'm like, yeah, take me back. That was amazing. And there was a lot of shit that happened there at zero hour that was negative. And someone pointed that out and they go, well, what about all this negative stuff? 
And I go, but I got to be honest with you. For me, all of that shit doesn't do anything to my experience because the number one reason I'm there is, and, and what was really important is I found people that I was happy doing this stuff with win or lose. I don't care. Yeah. I just want to go out with my boys, get dirty, say mean, nasty things to each other. You know, all of the grossest stuff that I can't say at home. And well, you can say you can say you can't say it at home because you're on you're at home. You know, but he gets it. He gets the spirit that bro, I go into paintball with. I love it. That's magfit. Mm-hmm. That's mm. magfit to me. Mm-hmm. That's magfit is your your boys going out and doing something that's really not even practical, because if we were practical, we'd have hoppers. But we don't. We do it our <laughs> that's, way. That's the, that is the key thing too. Everyone keeps forgetting with Magfed. It's like, bro, you are purposely, purposely putting yeah. yourself at a disadvantage. You do yeah. not get to complain about you not being able to keep up with the speedy boys. No. Like you let them have their let them have their fun, bro. Don't get an all up in their shit and and try to do what they're doing better or show them up. Right. You just you sit you do your own thing, and when they're a guest at your game, you welcome them and show them, hey man, this this is more about the brotherhood. It's not about if you got the best marker or you understand that first strikes are gonna spin this way at this rotational rate. Who the fuck cares, man? Just just enjoy it because if we don't do that and we get all persnickety about this shit, that's what's gonna kill Magfit. No, exactly. That's what will kill it. Yeah, because yeah. I've seen like I've played some games where it was open class. And there was one team that a bunch of them wanted to play together. And we're like, all right, bro, you and your boys, you, you, you all came together. You all can play yeah. together. They're all mag fed. And there was three of us went out with just speedball guns. Like, that's what we were running. I mean, I, was, I only had two or three pods on me. I wasn't like, it wasn't like I'm playing the back corner, you know, just slinging 10,000 rounds of paint. I, right. I brought 300 rounds with me on the field. And the three of us just fucking stomped everything because they couldn't move in the time it took them to reload a mag i sent 20 right. balls at them and yeah, it's a different thing no right but yeah these people came off the field this is bullshit this is terrible this game's not teams are unbalanced as hell blah. i'm like they're unbalanced because you and all your boys wanted to play together they requested that yeah right yeah so that's well, so yeah you know, I, I that's think their teacher, man. That's their teacher, though. You know, because if it was me, I'd be sitting there like, OK, how do I not get my ass kicked? You know, like, right? I, but if you're not the kind of guy that's going to sit there and go like, OK, how am I going to get creative to get around this thing? Then maybe MagFed is not for you. That, and right. like, just like Brian said, I mean, it's 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 it can't it can be for anyone, mm-hmm. but it's not for everyone. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Praise Doug Brown. <laughs> you know. it, it, it's going to be, yeah. Megfed's one of those things where you got to get creative, like playing um, at PRZ. You know what I mean? Like you see so many people get bogged down in these three or four main points where they're just like, I'm stuck. This is ridiculous. I can't go anywhere. And it's like, well, are you willing to go well, through the weird, dark, tight corner or corridors of PRZ? Are you willing to go into the weird places and like risk mm-hmm. possibly getting shot in the neck? Well, no, then you're not going to be able to get out of this spot. You know, right. like bitch, yeah. <laughs> bitches. Hey, it's, it's make or break, man. That's your character. That's the character growth. You know, 
That's why that's another reason. If mag fed is everything but the mags being fed into that thing. It's just this very like big broad thing. But I think that the mag fed culture, what we're getting into is that's the meat and potatoes. Yeah. That's what I want to see. And that's why I think that like, you know, the, the, as much as I, you know, I, I don't know that I consider myself an influencer, but those of us that are making content or making products or kind of making the extra effort in a hobby way to contribute to that thing, that's, that's, we want more of that all, you know, we want as many of those people in our scene as possible. And the guys that are just, ah, this is better. That's better. You know, those are just, they're just long-term tourists to me. I'm like, you're, you'll come oh, and you'll go. The mag fed tourist. It. I haven't heard that you know? in a long time. Yeah, I mean, that is, I like that. Yeah. I really like Make that. Meg fed tourist. You know? Oh yeah. That's, that's, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. used to I be. I got a, nowhere else to go, man. That used if to be I a derogatory if... term. We... Well, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. It was like a bunch of people got super butthurt over it. It's been, oh, it's like the, like, like the pores. Like the when the mag fed pores, that was the other mag one dump the pores. That was funny. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's all in good fun, man. If it you is. look at it like this is my bro, like talking shit to me, you don't go, oh, I don't take it too personally. You know, we're all having exactly have fun. Exactly. You know? We're just like, having fun. It's okay. We're just doing dumb stuff all damn day. So that's right. Um unfortunately we're pretty much at the time we're actually well over the time so we're gonna end it there but we're gonna get you back on at some point because i want to talk fuck yeah i want to talk event planning and like and like mission writing yeah i think Dude. i think we can get a good back and forth going it's it's something that i'm gonna be working on in the coming months anyways with a with a couple of my uh, teammates so i think when we talk next time i should have a pretty extensive thing to draw from and hopefully uh some some cool a cool game that will be coming out soon Wicked. but i want to say too much else yeah in, man save but, it for the yeah. next episode oh, we're gonna we're gonna right. it's funny we brought you on to talk about the 3d printing stuff and we completely went off the rails and it was fantastic i loved every second oh, of it. Oh, yeah. my favorite episodes are when we do this shit. i love this i yeah, love it man. so uh so stretch thanks for coming on man it was an absolute blast pleasure um for everyone who stuck around liking, commenting, and sharing and all that, of course, love you so much. Thank you for uh, for hanging out with us and uh, and spreading the spreading the gospel of MagFed today, I guess, is kind of... Mm -hmm. Ooh, that should be a t-shirt, too. Oh. The gospel of MagFed. Code nightmare for your fucking G Fuel. Oh, Ooh. yeah. Yeah, it's fine. No, I'm just kidding. I knew I was forgetting one. <laughs> Code nightmare PB for... Uh, what is, I think it's 20% off G Fuel. If he's still yeah, doing that, some percentage know. off of G Fuel. Um, I don't know if he's still doing it, but fuck him. We're, we're, we're still going to promote him. I've tried. You guys try... Have you tried... G Fuel? Have you tried it? I have. I've, seen it. No. I've never tried I've, it. I have. Um, I quickly discovered that my digestive system does not like powdered caffeine drinks like that because it uh, just fucking got right out. Thirty percent off. Wow. Do you have acid, you don't have acid reflux, do you? I do. I, I actually, okay. I, I have that too. I was in so the maybe... hospital for uh, once because uh, I had no stomach lining due to a night of drinking, um, oh, and ever okay, since gotcha, then, gotcha. I like spicy foods, dairy. Like I'm there, bro. I'm there. I'm suffering, check, boys. suffering with you, my friend. I, yeah. I just gallbladder checked. Yeah, medication recently, and that's been making a lot of things better. But it's the the the, wow. the G Fuel. I found with G Fuel, it was like gamer subs, G Fuel, um, anything like that. Any of the powdered caffeine. Um, yeah. I find that because it's. Uh, I mean, the, the caffeine absorbs into the system. The digestive system kicks into overdrive, and uh, yeah. it's also a diuretic. So it just kind of like. 
Yeah. It rushes it sounds through like you. Co- it's, coffee plus. It, it is. It's coffee plus. It was it oh, was coffee man. plus. I tried it once and I was like, I drank it and then it went down too fast. And I was like, oh, okay, well, that's fine. And then like 15 minutes later, my stomach's just like run. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. So I got you. And on that bombshell, we are next week <laughs> out of here. The Operation Honey Badger send off show. So be here next week uh, so that we can yell at each other a little more, talk about our. The, the, the lead up to the trip Ooh, maybe we should and get the then I'll be on. leaving we could try we're gonna try oh I'm sure we can uh, we can try at least and uh, I'll be leaving probably about five in the morning so I'll actually get some sleep this time it'll be decent right it'll be decent so yeah all right folks it's and um, I'll draw a dick somewhere for Brian yeah yeah and we'll get somebody I love you drunk that's it folks <laughs> we're out of here thank you so much for hanging out with us and we'll chat later cheers